Aw, yeah. You know what time it is. It's time to have a good time with Alex and Ryan. Leave your troubles and worries at the door and come on in. Welcome to Good Times with Alex and Ryan. I am Ryan Sprague. You can follow me on any social media at Ryan W. Sprague. Alex. What's up, Ryan? Been waiting all day for this, buddy, to have a good time tonight. Tonight is the night that we switch the algorithm around in our favor. Ooh, it's yeah. turning back up. You, you, you hear that, Alex? What is it? Is the sound of the good times train rolling this way. <laughs> woo, woo, you do not want to miss out on this train. Make sure to hit subscribe and that notification bell or follow or whatever it is on your social media so you do not miss out. Woo, woo. I'm glad the train is finally coming around because I've been waiting all week for it to show up. And the good times train just kept assing me by, buddy. Uh, my name's Alex Vanover. You can follow me on Twitter at Vandollar15. You can follow me on YouTube at Alex Vanover. And you can follow me on the Instagram at Alex Vanover15. It's all about the gram, ladies and gentlemen. All about the gram. Yeah, the gram is, I, I've said this before, it's a way more friendly app <laughs> than Twitter. What, what? Why are you saying, like, every little thing you say on uh, on Instagram isn't like, oh, that's just that's wrong because because you know the way they make flour is not is not right because it's grown over where animals live and <laughs> you're an animal killer uh you no know, it's, it's exactly like that it's like oh hey the sky was really pretty today and then somebody and like i post a photo of the sky and then somebody's like well you know what like it's amazing that you can even like look at a sky because you know Things aren't always like great all over, so therefore you're a dick for posting this. Like, whoa. <laughs> Holy crap. We're talking about Twitter here. <laughs> yeah, Twitter Twitter is the app for people that just like the old man get off my lawn is what the, the app for Twitter. It's like <laughs> all the random accounts for people uh that like are trolls, they're all like eighty seven year old men. <laughs> <laughs> With a cane. They're yeah. Just- the virtual cane. Twitter's like the virtual cane where they're trying to poke you off their lawn. Get out of here, you meddlesome kids! <laughs> How dare you have a different life opinion than me? Whack! <laughs> what do we hey, got today, Alex? We're doing news? Yeah, we're, we're doing the news and we're going to do some sports. We're going to do some uh, celebrity dish gossip. I'm going to spill the tea. Uh-huh. Ooh. Spill the tea a little bit. Do it. Hey, uh, if we did spill the tea, and, but we wanted to look uh, fashionable while we were doing it, Ryan, where could we find? Where could we find some good times merch to wear while we're spilling the tea? Well, I know where we can find a mug. Where? Where at? Oh, Teespring.com over at uh, you know Good Times with Alex and Ryan. That that would be probably the best place anybody ever in the whole world from the beginning of time to the end of time. Could find one. You're in this time right now, so you might as well take advantage of it. In the words of the great Squints Paladoris from San uh, from Sandlot, <laughs> you'll the the best place to get your good times merch is from Teespring. Forever, forever. See, you know, and I, I don't know forever. how much 
<laughs> what a what a better sell you could get that best from all time beginning to end now you're in the time to buy it <laughs> that's crazy man because our sales numbers would say different ryan <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if it's not the best I, I know that we're supposed to like talk it into existence but this has been a tough week <laughs> name it and claim it <laughs> ryan the good times gang has been under gunfire this week not a lot of clicks the algorithm's kind of against us <laughs> oh that algorithm i'm so yeah. mad at it <laughs> that that algorithm out to get us i'll tell you what i'll tell you one good thing that happened to the good times gang this week we are now at 100 followers on instagram so that's no good. way yeah we're at 100 triple digits baby wait 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 that the actual uh site oh my goodness we're at 100 you guys are awesome thanks thanks for following and that's really cool <laughs> good yeah that is awesome Woo! I thought, Ryan I thought when, you, when you texted me that, I thought that was your account. No, no, Instagram, our account, the Good Times. Oh, account. cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> should uh, should we uh, get ready to get in uh, crazy but true facts of the night? A couple of them. We are going to get into the facts. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm trying to do, you know, you know the little intro thing. You're like, yeah. Like, like tweet of the week or <laughs> crazy facts <laughs> crazy good times <laughs> all right here's yeah. the first one ryan um when you get like when you pass away heaven forbid you know that we ever pass away because we want to keep having good times but <laughs> when we do die um do you have like do you have an idea of like what you want to you want to be buried or do you want to be cremated buried Okay, well, <laughs> do you have any idea, like, you in a no, casket or, like, uh, maybe a mausoleum or something? No, uh, casket in the ground. Maybe, okay. If, 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 I mean, no, I wouldn't even mind if it was just, like, uh, no casket and, like, you know, just a, a sack. <laughs> like a shroud, like a natural funeral, like they used to do in the old days. They used to put a shroud over you and bury yep, you. Yep, yep, in the ground. That's what yep. I want. But it's illegal, so I'll take a casket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the guy who invented the, the Pringles can, the guy who designed the can of Pringles, like the actual can the, the chips go in? Yeah. Do you know what he's buried in or what he's in? Like, a where are his remains? A piano. <laughs> no, but it does start with a P. Uh, well... Uh, pièce de résistance. I don't know. Uh, uh, pool. No, no. Frederick Bauer, who invented the the Pringles can design, his remains are actually resting peacefully in a Pringles can. <laughs> it was his wishes. He told his kids he wanted to be put in a Pringles can. <laughs> he's like, he's like, kids. Uh, you know, I, I just want to maximize your inheritance. So as my last hurrah and gift to you, I'm going to be buried in a Pringles can to up the sales for more money for your inheritance, okay? So treat me right right now because I'm doing this at my death. <laughs> That's, there was a movie called Due Date with Robert Downey Jr., and the guy from The Hangover, the guy with the glasses who's overweight named, you know, uh, Zach Galifianakis, he yeah. plays Alan. 
Yeah, Zach. They, they go on a road trip, and Robert Downey Jr. or excuse me, Zach Galifianakis's dad is in a can of Folgers coffee. His remains, and they go to Jamie Foxx's house at some point during the road trip, and uh, Jamie Foxx accident like accidentally brews a pot of Zach Galifianakis's dad. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous! It is ridiculous. And Robert Downey Jr. is like, well, you know, it's not all bad. He had a really robust flavor. <laughs> he's, he's trying to make him, you know, feel better. Oh man! Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a good. It's man. a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to crazy but true fact number two, which will end this segment of the night. Okay, let's do it. All right. So the coast of France. Have you ever you ever been to the coast of France? Um, you know, I've been to France twice, but I don't remember going to the coast. Okay. Well, they've had an issue for the last like 30 years. Oh, well, that's a long problem. <laughs> They, they, they like they like spend you know all this time making nice giant cathedrals and coliseums and can can engineer that, but whatever this problem is, it must be pretty big. Yeah, they couldn't crack this one for quite some time. <laughs> there had been there had been Garfield telephones from the 1980s randomly washing up on the shore <laughs> for decades, for decades, man. And the people in the town were like, what? what is going on? Why Why are these Garfield <laughs> telephones, the Garfield the cat, washing <laughs> up on the shores all the time? Well, Renee Marvin uh, actually broke the case. He found oh, out good. what was going on. Good. Breaking news. <laughs> Renee Marvin has broken the case of the, of the rogue Gar- Garfield phones. Stay tuned. Well, Alex gives it. <laughs> so Renee found out uh, that a container ship that was carrying goods uh, being, you know, imported from another country had actually uh, been caught in a storm and it ended up in a nearby secluded cave for the last like four decades. Oh, wow. Well, you know, randomly when there'd be a storm or something, you know, these phones would get loose and start washing, you know, away and they'd end up on the shores of, you know, this town in France. Well, this guy being from this area is like, well, you know, the, the currents and the tides and everything, he actually figured out and pinpointed this remote little cave, discovered the cave, and found that there were still cases of the Garfield phone still, like, able to, like, more, we're going to be able to wash ashore. Wow. Like, and they, yeah, because they just, you know, they were there, <laughs> and uh, they never made it to their destination, and, and they were slowly but surely making their way to the good people of France. So what do you think about that? I think, I think that uh, they made a mistake. I think the Garfield phones were going, they, they were attempting to get to Italy to get some lasagna. But instead, <laughs> they went to the wrong country in France. So every time they got to the beach, like, oh, crap. <laughs> I, I want some lasagna, not some escargot. It would have been better if they were normal phones. Uh, because Garfield always used to ship normal to Abu Dhabi if the, <laughs> if the normal phones were ended up in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> All right, Ryan, time for the good time sports. You ready for good time sports, buddy? Yes. <laughs> Give me more. Give me more. 
<laughs> All right, that's pretty good. All right, Ryan, uh, have you been keeping up with the Washington Redskins, how they're going to change their name? The Washington what? The Washington Redskins <laughs> uh, are changing their football name. Oh, well, about time. Yeah, it's uh, been pretty insensitive for decades, but the guy who owns the team was a Redskins fan when he was younger, so he just like he just refused to you know change it because it's part of the heritage and history or whatever. Well, now Dan Snyder is going to officially change the name, and they re- they revealed the temporary name today. You mm-hmm. want to know what the temporary name of the of the Washington team is? Oh, please! They are now called for this season only the Washington football team <laughs> that's their team name wow sounds like a bunch of business suits got together and said hmm <sighs> let's think about this i can't think washington football team here we go <laughs> that's worse that's worse like, than the name for the angels the los angeles angels of anaheim because they couldn't come up with just one city they're like no we got to be able to be in two cities so we can make double the money <laughs> do they play in the same stadium i don't they play – I don't – I think they Anaheim play – Anaheim in L.A., right? Anaheim is Orange County. I think they play in L.A., though. <laughs> it's like the most confusing thing ever. And, yeah. Well, to the football – to the football uh, name, why couldn't they um, – really creative and something very, very uh, boostful to their to, – you know, something like, hey, we're going to – Something that promotes it and gets it gets them excited. Instead, they're like, "Hi, whoa, 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 I'm boring." <laughs> you know? They're gonna try to they're gonna try to come up with a new name next season, obviously. But I feel like they could have did a better job for <laughs> that, a temporary name. Can you, you? Well, you don't get a chance to promote this type of stuff very often. They could have went all out and had yeah, you know, had went crazy with this and. They could have had, they could have had fan voting. They could have opened it up to the public. They could have yeah. done a lot of things. Well, kind of like when they had that special um, science vessel they opened up to fan voting and called it Bodie McBoatface. I mean, <laughs> even, I mean that that still gets like tons of publicity. No one even knows the real name of that boat. They just know that the, that it was voted in Bodie McBoatface. Hey, that's better than just boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's better than the city's boat, <laughs> you know, whatever city it is. Um, the second story for sports, uh, Ryan, did you know that Mike Tyson is coming out of retirement officially today? No, that yeah, that's surprising. He's 54. <laughs> He's been putting out workout videos on uh, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, showing him hit the heavy bag and the speed bag and like actually, you know, do, doing workout drills. And he looks amazing. Sounds like someone's running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it for the love of the game, right? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to box uh, Roy Jones Jr., who at one point was considered the pound-for-pound pound, uh, best boxer in the world in the 90s and early 2000s. They're going to go eight rounds in an exhibition. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I'll, I'll probably watch that fight, actually, Ryan. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just watch his ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're supposed to – hey, good point. But in the state of California right now, they have to wear headgear because of COVID. So, you know, 
I don't think he'll be able to bite through the protective headgear to get to his <laughs> ear. So he'll probably be all right. <laughs> okay, so that was your last. Uh, no, no, got one more. One more sports story. All right, let's do it. All right, this one's good, Ryan. This one's kind of funny. Uh, so you know how the NBA players are in the bubble right now in uh, Orlando, the, the Disney World bubble, to no. try to avoid COVID? Uh-uh, I, I don't know that. <laughs> they're in a quarantine, and they're like, all the NBA teams that are still playing, there's 22 teams, are in Disney World, and they're being you know kept away from the general popula- population. So uh, the Lakers have a, a really good shot at winning the championship this year. Uh, that was a big problem for Lakers guard Alex Caruso, though. Uh, his sister uh, was getting married this week in Texas. And instead of leaving the bubble in Orlando to go see his sister get married and be in the wedding, he chose to stay in Orlando with his teammates and stay quarantined uh, because he's going to, you know, they have a good shot at winning. So he said, and I quote, we've worked way too hard. So. I don't know how his sister reacted to that. I don't know what his parents thought about that. Uh, I just thought it was really interesting that he chose basketball over his family. What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, you only get so many shots at a championship, so they could have moved the wedding. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, if that was all I did was basketball, I'd totally agree with it. Um. I think it's selfish on the sister's part, you know? I mean, her, her brother, you know, that's rude. How dare her try to get married, you know? <laughs> At that time, I mean, you can adjust it if she really wanted to. I mean, maybe, I don't know how much they spent or whatever, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. The sister, Ryan, the sister's like, Alex, I'm getting married. And then he's like, listen, sister. LeBron, I've got LeBron on my team. I'm trying to win a championship. <laughs> End of discussion. <laughs> and then she's like, no, seriously, I need you there. And he's like, I said LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We, we my, got some- my, I got a sports story. Oh, bring it. So, so, so in Japan, they, uh, you know, like, in, I think they're doing it here. They're, they're, they're playing baseball to empty stadiums. Mm-hmm. So, the Giants in Japan, if uh, if the team wins, a lucky fan gets to drive from their home in a ro- drive the robot around the stadium <laughs> and talk to the cheerleaders and team. <laughs> Wait, he gets to control the robot or actually get yeah. in the robot? Control the robot. From oh, okay. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <in the house>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was a 14-year-old girl last time driving around meeting the cheerleaders and players. Sweet. That sounds <laughs> awesome. You, you got to come up with ways to make money right now, man. If you keep yes. people in the stands, you got to do anything you can. <laughs> That's great. I was seeing like in uh, some places they have like virtual people they're making. In the yes, <laughs> uh, I did see that. And uh, you know what else I saw today, Ryan? Um, Major League Baseball is going to be broadcast on Fox and some other channels. And I think Fox is going to digitally add a crowd into yeah. the um, in, into the stadium to make it look like there's people there for the people watching the game at home. 
Yeah, I scrolled through and saw that. <laughs> that's that's that is insane. That is weird. Ratings, 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 ratings. <laughs> good times, good times. Tea spring, tea spring. Buy merch. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I blacked out. I thought we were. I thought we were trying. I thought that was commercial. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, hey Ryan, speak. Since we're gonna do, since you just did a sports story, I'm gonna do one more sports story. But it was actually uh, supposed to be in the the normal news part. But it is sports-related, and you're going to love it. All right. I will. All right. So there was a Russian team soccer player, Ivan Zabrowski. Uh, he plays for a Russian you know, soccer team over there. And he was on the field before his other teammates. All of his other teammates were on the, on the side, and he was just kind of out there dribbling the soccer ball and getting warmed up. Well, there was a storm uh, at the same time that they were out there practicing, and a lightning bolt struck him. Oh goodness! It's on video. I, it's on video, I, Ryan. That's crazy. I was like scrolling through some of the stories, and I saw the picture of the lightning strike. Yes, yes. Wait, he got hit, by, and he's alive. He's alive. So he's alive. Um, he was knocked out. He was knocked unconscious when because he got hit directly with a lightning bolt. Um, the only damage he had to his body is he was wearing like a gold chain. And it was like a conductor, you know, when the lightning hit. And yeah. he has a burn where the chain was. But other than that, he's fine. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, he, he gets it, hit. You see that lightning strike on the uh, – it looks like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> it's just Oh, he, and he's knocked out. He's just limp. He looks completely dead. Yes. <laughs> all, yeah, look, the, all the people that were on the side like, uh, should we go out there? I don't, they say <laughs> lightning doesn't strike twice. Uh. And they're like, I'm not going back out there. <laughs> man, I struck by lightning. You crazy? Look what just happened to Ivan. <laughs> no way. Ivan looked like uh, Apollo Creed after he got hit by a freaking uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. He's just laying on the ground, like, you know, <laughs> flopping like a fish, like, you know, dead. <laughs> not going out there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No way. Oh, man, that's terrible. Wow. I'm glad he's alive and kicking. Yeah. That was crazy when I saw that. Hopefully he had a warranty on his uh, necklace. Yeah. Because that thing's <laughs> probably destroyed. <laughs> he, got a, he got a pretty uh, BA tattoo. <laughs> oh, it's burn mark. Yeah, people. You remember back that's in the old days? I got when... hit by lightning. This was when I got bit by a shark. This is <laughs> <laughs> Remember back in the old days when people used to brand themselves with like beer caps? Do you remember that when they heat them up and like put no, them on their I just arm? remember. I just remember. Uh, what was that? What was that one show where he he branded a penis on himself? Oh, jackass! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? oh, and they did it like they didn't even do it cleanly. They did a bunch of them, so they were lapping over each other, like overlapping. Yeah, yeah because he because they tried to do it, and it hurt, so he moved it. And then mm -hmm. he, yeah, oh. that. How do you tell your parents about that story? You're like, oh, hey, look at the new you know tattoo I got, or look at the brand I got. <laughs> Are you proud of me? <laughs> That'd be a hard discussion, even with my parents. Uh, <laughs> That wouldn't be but, uh, but no, there's there's certain um, people because it does uh, tattoos don't show up very well. Uh, they they still like burn in um, stuff. Like yeah, burn, yeah. Burn. No. Well, I'm telling you what, if you can handle getting branded, basically you're tough. We got my respect because I can never do that. I I can't even really shots. I have to have like the doctor like 
distract me or pretend like he's going to do it at another time and then get <laughs> You're going to tell me when, Doc, right? You're going to tell me when you're going to do it? <laughs> of course, Alex. I'm going to tell you when I'm going to give you this shot. And before he finishes the sentence, he got me. <laughs> Ryan, you got another news story, buddy? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You ready for this one? I'm ready. All right. This is uh, Corona-related. Oh, 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 boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Cuba, this 82-year-old, I don't know how to pronounce his name, for uh, her name, Farida Rojas. <laughs> Good old uh, Farida. <laughs> she walks around Don in a in full car in a fully cardboard shield against the coronavirus built to be a mobile house <laughs> and she said I'm seeing it at my house you know I I am I'm at home what about you says her message on the box <laughs> a witty nod to Cuba's coronavirus slogan stay at home. So she okay, so she's actually sheltering in place. <laughs> <laughs> she's the first real life transformer. <laughs> she's like, what? This is my house. So then she just like folds herself back up into a mini house. <laughs> Holy moly. Hey, I got something coronavirus related since we love talking about it. <laughs> We're going to go on to COVID topic number two for your good times COVID minute. <laughs> so a lot of big uh, companies have been getting bailed out uh, because of the, you know, the pandemic and stuff. So Country Time Lemonade has decided uh, their own bailout program. They're doing the little bailout program. That's what it's called. <laughs> They're going to bail out kids who would have had lemonade stands at their house. They have to be 14 years or younger, and they have to prove that their lemonade stand was impacted by COVID. <laughs> and if they if they get selected, Country Time Lemonade will send these little entrepreneurs $100 in relief. Oh. What do you see, think about that? <laughs> I, I think that's how, stuff like that, that's how the, uh, the, the Washington... Uh, Redskins or what are they called? The Washington football team. That's how they should have done it. Something like that. That's smart marketing right there. It Boom. is smart marketing because we're talking about it right now. And yeah. you know, country fans, time lemonade, everybody not sponsored. Yeah. No country time. is That's a, that's a great idea because you know, our fan, you know, our one viewer will see that we talked about this <laughs> and then they'll spread the word to themselves. So you know what I mean? Cause usually it's like, you tell someone, they tell a whole bunch of people. We, we, we're like uh, the opposite tree. You know, it fans out. Ours fans in. <laughs> yeah, ours is like that Jenga, the guy who um, did stacked all those blocks on the one piece of you know Jenga. Yeah. And he, you know, outweighs, you know, outward, like that way instead yeah. of <laughs> Oh, goodness. Hey, it looked like we had two viewers in the chat, and then he's gone now. So see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you. Hey, uh, so Ryan, there was a when you think of an ex, like a like an FBI agent, what are some some words you'd use to describe an FBI agent? Uh, lawyer, boring. Um, let's see, uh, crime fighting. Okay. All right. Like cool got? under pressure, collected, calm. 
and a dick. <laughs> All right. Well, we're explicit now. <laughs> we almost made it. Uh, this time it wasn't me, though, so that's good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good times first. Ryan beat me to the explicit button. Hey, uh, no, so check this out, Ryan. There's an ex-FBI agent in Massachusetts who just got arrested. Oh. Uh, a group of kids on bicycles, like teenagers, were making fun of him at a stoplight and yelling at him, saying funny stuff to him, teasing him. Well, this ex-FBI agent who just retired, 61-year-old Cliff Hedges, decided he was going to get revenge right then and there. What did I say, huh? What did I say? Yeah, Cliff, <laughs> Cliff decided to drive his truck directly into the group of kids who were making fun of him. This is a former FBI agent. This guy is supposed to be, like, the best of the best. He's Nothing should be able to rattle this guy. But, oh, they're making fun of me. I'm going to get this kid. <laughs> See, that's when the meanness takes over. They think they're above it. You know, you're only above it when you're in the law. Well, he's, he's retired now, so he's not above the law because he's being charged with four counts of assault with a dangerous weapon, his car. He left the scene of an accident with property damage and neglect uh, ne negligent operation of a motor vehicle. So he's he's out on bond right now, and uh, you know he's free to do do you know come and go as he wants. But you know kids better not say anything to him while he's out because he might try to hit hit those kids too. You you know he has a good chance of getting off because he's he was an FBI agent. So he's yeah, his service to the country and stuff. Oh, yeah. well connected. There was this video. On TikTok, it was crazy. The, the, they're driving along. It shows the cop car video, the cop car uh, message, or, you know, the video from the cop car. Uh, this guy gets out, starts yelling him, you better check those plates. I'm going to be really upset. And he's like, okay, just get back in your car. He checks the plates, and he says, okay, thank you, judge. Bye. Let's him go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've seen this so many times. Like, there's, there's certain people that are, above the law and that's just the way it is like i've i've seen it to where there was a an an accident where this person ran into the other car and uh there they got off because the person pretty much her dad owned the town <laughs> so was was her dad joe benetti and was the town Cuse? no okay this was rockwall texas okay well jerry jones's family then <laughs> no no it was yeah anyways i'm just saying just saying that uh you know it's not what you know it's who you know yeah uh what's you, you got another story ryan yeah what you got? story bring it uh so apparently there was a there was a uh, a bear that uh, was trying out for the uh, Kool Aid guy. Um, acting. Oh yeah! Yeah, pretty much because this is what happened over in uh, Lake Tahoe. He busted down a door and it's all <laughs> on video and walks in like just like that, like he owns the place and he goes, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> Wait, the bear talked. <laughs> You know, like bear talk, you know, I, I've just, I, I, speak, <laughs> I speak bear, so. That's probably what he sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me translate it loosely for you. You guys better have food in here or, I will, or I'll eat you. 
Oh, and I'm going to rip up your couch because just got to because I got it on claws. <laughs> At least it wasn't the bear that knows how to use nunchucks. Did you see that bear video the other day? <laughs> I don't. It's I, like all over Twitter. No, I, I saw the one from that really old commercial where uh, they he fights for that fish and they start beating each other up. I remember that as a kid when that came out. <laughs> Bears, bears are always portrayed as being like these really fun loving, like, you know, yogis like stealing picnic baskets and stuff. But yeah. a bear will murder you. <laughs> bears will kill you. If you yes. Bears this, are like, no way. You really want to know what it's like? Then watch Grizzly Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They, that guy was asking for it, though. He was like sleeping in a, like, in a tent in the middle of Alaskan wild bear country. And he was naming them and baby talking to them. What and then he was like, oh, man. <laughs> Don't you come over here, bear. Don't you come over here, Grinch. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bad one. The Grinch. That was the name of the bad bear that yeah. ate him. <laughs> yeah, it was. Don't you get over here, Grinch. Don't eat me now. I'm a, I'm a bear whisperer. I like it when he was like in the, in the wood, woods and the fox took his hat. And he's like, ghost. Give me yeah. back my hat, ghost. Ghost. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that, oh, man. That, uh, when you see that the fox is still alive after the accident, that's a terrible, that, that is a sad, sad movie. But, it, it, yeah. He brought it on himself, though. Come on. <laughs> well, that was, that was the whole debate on the thing. Like, well, I mean, was he someone who just loved bears and hung out with bears? Why am I doing a Trump voice? Oh. <laughs> It's a tremendous bear. It's a tremendous area, Alaska. <laughs> it's going to be a tremendous documentary. Hopefully I'm alive. I love bears. I love hanging out with bears. <laughs> bears were his friends. He would go sleep around the bears and tell the bears what to do. But one day, the bears, you know, they took care of him because he was not really a bear. <laughs> one, day, one day, the Grinch is like, wait a minute. This guy's not one of us. I'm gonna eat tell, him. He can't tell me what to do. I'm holding. Can't tell me what to do. Times. I'm, I'm superhumanly strong. I'm a bear. I'm starving. I'm gonna eat him. Rawr. I got dark. Yeah. <laughs> As if it wasn't dark when we were talking about him yelling to the Grinch like, "Hey, I'm Grinch." <laughs> That's where it got dark. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh. Hey, so check this out. Uh, a Wisconsin man had made a deal with his buddy in 1992. And he said, and this is basically just pretend it's me and you. It's 1992. And I'm like, hey, Ryan, if one of us ever wins the Powerball, we'll split it. And you're like, that sounds great. I'll, I'll split it with you. Sounds great. 1992. All right. Flash forward, you know, 28 years later. One of them did win the Powerball. Oh. Yeah. Thomas Cook uh, actually won the Powerball. He won $22 million. And his best friend, Joseph Feeney, uh, got to split it with him. Oh, my. But, yeah, dude. So he calls him up, and he's like, hey, uh, Joseph, I just won the Powerball. And he's like, are you just pulling on my bobber or yanking my bobber? That's what he said in the the. <laughs> Yanking my bobber, like, I guess, because, I don't know, because they're from Wisconsin, so everything's like a fishing analogy or something. <laughs> so, 
He's like, no, dude. Remember when we shook hands and agreed to the Powerball deal, you know, 28 years ago? Uh, I'm going to give you half. So they each took the buyout and they each got a check for $5.7 million. Wow. Yeah, they're both retired now. They're done. They, they put their notice in. They're, they're, they're retired. And uh, they probably have enough time to actually go fishing instead of just talk <laughs> about it. That's awesome. Isn't that that's, awesome? That's a, that's, that, that's a feel-good, warm, happy story. I like that. You know. Yeah, that, and for all you good times kids out there who like happy, <laughs> warm stories that are up watching right now, remember, if you have a lemonade stand, Country Time Lemonade <laughs> is offering a bailout. So make sure you check out those fine Country Time people on their website and see if you're available for the $100 bailout. Not sponsored, but Alex, you did an amazing job right there. I know, I did. Maybe Country Time Lemonade is a, a part of the Good Times gang, and they'll, yeah, they'll see that, and they'll give us money. Wow, that was awesome. It made me want to go buy some right now. <laughs> yeah, not. would you rather have a Country Time Lemonade or the lemonade you got from the vendor in Seattle? The Fresh Squeeze Lemonade. Which one would you rather have? Crap. I can't believe they were selling that. <laughs> their own stuff. It was like, oh. <laughs> you bought that? That was took one, one of the most disappointing moments of my life. You took one <laughs> sip. You paid $8. You tipped two. You threw it in the garbage can five seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> horrible okay okay i got one more all right great so, uh alex do you like um do you like movies with the joker in it like uh who, who does it who's your favorite joker joaquin or probably heath ledger okay so uh if the joker wasn't scary enough uh in iran they uh found it and named a new spider they called it the joker because the way the way that it's uh looks like a mask on the back <laughs> on its back great that spider just wants to watch the world burn then no way yeah <laughs> it's got a striking red and white pattern on its back that resembles a grin worn by the joker ryan I am terrified of spiders as it is. I turn into a six-year-old little girl when I see spiders. Uh, I am not a I am not a capture and release guy. I am a grab a Kleenex, smush it, and run away guy. <laughs> uh, so well, yeah, uh, that would I, terrify me, Alex. But that's one of the reasons why women keep men around for spiders <laughs> and opening pickle jars. So I uh, <laughs> hope you can open those pickle jars. Uh, you know what I have? You know what I have a hard. <laughs> Ryan, you know when I have a hard time opening more than pickle jars is like Snapple bottles or Powerade oh, bottles. Sometimes those can get pretty tough, yeah. Yeah, like Bob and Doug were in charge of sealing those. <laughs> oh, you Bob, can almost not Doug. get them off. <laughs> They're like, it's like uh, Thor trying to hold the hammer. Like if you're not Thor, you can't pick the hammer up. I'm not worthy enough to open this damn Powerade bottle. It is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever shall be worthy and noble of heart shall have their thirst quenched with the power of power. <laughs> but I'm not it, obviously. <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan, uh, do you ever, do you always use a crosswalk when you go across the street? Uh, I try to, yes. Okay, well, that's, that's a good quality because it's always good to be safe and to know your surroundings because, you know, people yeah. die all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in Texas, Dallas, it was like almost every other day. 
this person died in a crosswalk. This person died. It's like, well, at least I'll be in a crosswalk. <laughs> <laughs> at least your family will get money from the, you know what I mean? No, but uh, dude, bar- no, dude, that barber I was telling you about that couldn't move his hand. Yeah. <laughs> the one that you're like, this he guy got hit, he got haircut, hit, but I feel in the crosswalk and the guy drove off. Oh man. So yeah, he didn't just, get anything? No, nah, man. That's okay. First of all, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Stuff that happens, especially in Texas. There was, there was three alligators uh, in South Carolina at Huntington Beach State Park, and they wanted to cross the street to get to the water uh, across the street. All three uh, alligators used the crosswalk correctly. <laughs> <laughs> There's video of it. Oh, wow. They're in the crosswalk, all three of them. And they, they, like, you know, go under the fence and go into the water. It's, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> if, you guys, uh, if you guys have ever heard of the Internet, uh, there, it's this thing, and it connects everybody's computers. And on the Internet, there's a thing <laughs> called YouTube. Now, if you just type in South Carolina alligators crosswalk, I bet you it'll pop up. Now, I don't know how long the Internet is actually going to last, Ryan, if it's going to hold on and make it. But uh, make sure you get to YouTube before there's no more internet. Oh goodness! Get All on. Right, so I got some more stories. Do you got any more? I don't. I don't have any more. All out. Well, you brought some good stories. That spider one is gonna. I'm not gonna sleep very well tonight. <laughs> the spider's like, "Do you want to know how I got these fangs? Do you want to know how I got these fangs, Batman? Do you want to know how I got this venom, Batman? You know, my dad." The adult spider. <laughs> he was a biter and a fiend. That's pretty good for you, Fletcher. <laughs> and then oh, my man. mother, my mother ate him. Yeah. And then my mother, she was a prairie mantis, and she bit his head off because she just wanted to see the world burn. All right. So this, there's a guy. So we're gonna go to Minnesota now. We're going to where my brother was with his fourth wife. Uh, for a short time. We're going to the great state of Minnesota, wife number four area for my brother. Um, <laughs> Chris Dins of Brainerd, Minnesota, recently attempted a Guinness Book of World Records record. Do you have any idea what it would be, Ryan? Uh, the for the for who? Mike Mike Dim? Chris Dins of Brainerd, Minnesota. Dins. Okay, yeah. In so Minnesota. How- Ben, right, kind of like me, kind of like, is like dinger. So he hit the most dingers. Um, it is, a, it is a sport. That is a very good guess. You're, you're on the right track. This guy is an avid water skier, okay? And he saw a video of a guy uh, water skiing on three and a ho- three and a half foot stilts. So wow. he thought, well, three and a half feet. You know what's that? You know that's impressive, but what's the world record? So the world record was like eight feet. There was a guy skiing on like eight feet stilts, uh, water skiing. So he decided he was just going to, you know, work his way up from two feet to four feet to six feet. After he got to eight feet, he's like, screw it. I'm going for the world record. He got it filmed. Uh, He skied for nine minutes without falling off on 11 foot stilts. (laughs) 11. (laughs) That is crazy, man. I can't even... I don't even like going uh, like tubing on the back of a boat 
when uh, we used to go to, we used to go to, so that one of our friends had a cabin out lakeside. And sometimes we would go, you know, you'd, you'd latch up to the back of the boat and they'd try to throw you off. Yeah. I couldn't even stay on, I couldn't even stay on that thing for 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I couldn't, let alone water ski, let alone water ski on 11 foot stilts. I don't even think I could wa- walk on stilts. <laughs> that normally, and I don't. Even, I couldn't even use a pogo stick when I was a kid very well. There is no way in hell that I could ever do this. That is impressive. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. Wow. Did, was he also wearing a clown costume? <laughs> yeah. Was, was he a Was he a giant spider? Did he have eight stilts? <laughs> Do spiders have eight legs? <laughs> uh, we used to have stilts when I was a kid. Um, I don't know why we had stilts, but my grandpa had stilts in the garage. He also had lawn darts, but they weren't nor- the plastic lawn darts. They were like the metal ones. Oh, yeah. Hips. The band ones. Yeah, they're illegal. And because my mom, you know, was born in 57, and then my Uncle Gary was born in, like, the 40s. So my grandpa still had all these toys from when they were kids. My brother is a psycho, so he would throw these lawn darts in the air. And we- the game was us just trying to get away <laughs> from the lawn dart. Wow. Who yeah, so- did that? My brother. So we never got hit or anything, but the game was just trying to get away from the deadly weapon falling from the sky. <laughs> wow. It was like kind of like you with the razor blades at work. It was just dangerous and crazy to do that. Yeah, that's probably why they banned him, because people like that, like you and your brother, and it actually connected. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do it, though. My brother was trying to do it. That would be dude. scary, dude. Yeah, uh, no I'm, way, man. You know, and then people, you know... And this is a, is not uncommon. I've heard of this happening often, where kids take BB guns and play BB guns, shoot like try to shoot each other with them. And I'm like, oh my goodness, why don't you at least wear eye protection? Because if it hits your eye, you're blind yeah. forever. We, <laughs> like, dude, forever. I mean, I one of the one of the kids we knew growing up, uh, Jeff. He he has one stuck in the back of his head. Really? <laughs> yeah. What I heard, I didn't hear it from the horse's mouth, but this. (laughs) We we had a BB gun war. Uh, I remember the weekend. It was the weekend, June, June 30th, kind of. It was around the same time that OJ Simpson uh, murder happened because I, we had a subscription to Sports Illustrated. So I took the Sports Illustrated with OJ on the cover from that weekend camping. Well, that same weekend, we had a BB gun war. And my dad was going to the bathroom out in the woods reading the Sports Illustrated. Uh, and my brother's a psycho once again. So my brother <laughs> shot my dad in the ass with the BB gun while he's trying to go to the bathroom. My, brother won't, my brother's never lived it down. My dad was so mad. He was going to pack up the campsite. At the, like, as soon as he got done wiping, like, things were going to get real serious. Right? He was pissed. <laughs> I remember it, too. What a story. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> and my dad's like, oh, my, my my dad never really, he's not much of a talker, but if he's mad, he, it was like Homer Simpson. It was like he was actually turned into just a crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he green. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was bad. Hey, uh, Ryan, have you been to any establishments recently, uh, with the pandemic that have charged you uh, like an extra fee, like a hidden fee on anything? Uh, for the pandemic purposes? Yeah, there's a there's a COVID fee. 
that barbershops, restaurants, dentists, salons, like pedicure places are charging a COVID fee. And they're not really telling people. It's just kind of hidden on the bottom of the check. Um, and some restaurants, like, if you dispute it, they'll take it off. But they kind of hope you don't look at it. Because they're, like, trying to, you know, restaurants are, like, the added cleaning expense, maybe losing customers and stuff. But don't you think it's kind of a bad time to be charging, <laughs> charging hidden bad. fees to people who are losing their jobs as well? <laughs> hey, right? come on in. Come on in. Eat our stuff. Um... There's a fee for having to wear a mask. Uh, there's a fee for, uh, you know, having us, you know, watch you have a mask and trying to listen to you through the mask. Fee number two. Fee number three is uh, having to separate out the tables. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just no. It's it's. I think it, you're totally. You're the what you're saying is right. It's like it's absurd. And if they're going to do that, they should tell you up front they're going to do it. At least the University of Michigan told their students up front because now they're charging a $50 uh, COVID response fee per semester. So that you just get a flat 50 bucks added to your you know, tuition or fees <laughs> from the University of Michigan uh, for COVID response. That, that'll, help, that'll help sell it and bring people in. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's like – man, you know, I really can't afford to even eat anymore because, you know, I don't have a job and I'm barely able to go to school now. I couldn't get my books, but now I have to pay $50 for COVID response fee. Uh, just, they're just trying to keep the lights on, man. All these places are. So, yeah. you know, whatever. I man, think it's kind of ridiculous. Just be upfront about it is my, my take on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this thing's been crazy. It's been bringing out some interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> that to say the least. To say yeah. the least. I, 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 I can't wear a mask. There, Ryan, there's people. I've noticed that there's people that are like, either so pro mask, they're like ridiculous. They're like over the top. Like, stay away from me. Like, don't come near me. Blah blah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, they don't no, no. I, I ran into that. Like, okay, so the day before, the day, no, the day of. Uh, our governor, Washington's governor's uh, mandate that you have to wear a mask. I, I wasn't wearing a mask. And a guy's like, wear a mask! I'm like, and I'm like, I'm about to go into the post office. So I look at him and I'm like, oh, hi. Uh, so, so wear a mask? Like, yeah, you should wear a mask. Like, <laughs> no one around me is wearing a mask. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I still like, go to the door. I'm like, so you mean like, do I need a mask to go in? He's like, no, no, it's not required, but you should wear a mask, but stay away from me. <laughs> he gets closer. He gets closer. He gets within six feet to tell you about how important it is to stay six feet away from you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then, you know, that day, in, uh, Governor Inslee says, like, everyone has to wear a mask. So, so yeah, he, he pretty much gets his way. Everybody has to wear a mask. But um, I think, like, if you're that worried about it, like you need to put on a respirator. Yeah. Like, and stop relying on other people. <laughs> so, like, you should, like I would, if I was that worried, I would be having a respirator, and I would not be going outside very much. I'd make sure to wash my hands, maybe even wear gloves all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about myself because I can't rely on other people to do stuff because I know other people aren't going to do it. So you're but, basically saying, if you're really worried about it, you should look like Bane from Batman. 
You I... really adopted the darkness. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> that was you a good. I have not seen that movie, but you merely adopted the COVID. <laughs> I was born in it, Batman. Pretty much, and I will introduce you into the League of Shadows. So, so, so there was. I mean, I've even heard stories of like before before the mask mandate people being really upset about it and then their friend saying hey you know what i'll, I'll go ahead and get the groceries for you and uh, then you don't have to go out and you know you're gonna be safe and and then the person's like well, no but you know that that's my only chance to get out yeah like, yeah, yeah. Do, do well you, it's like it's like are you here to solve the problem or are you here to <laughs> you know i don't know <laughs> it's just because it's not really looking like you're trying to solve it for yourself it, it's a okay. case it's a catch-22, man. And, and on the other side of the spectrum, though, is nuts. Like <laughs> some people don't even think it's a like think it's not a real thing. They it's just think it's made up. Well, so like I'm all all about following the law. Whatever it is, you wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. Do I'm just do whatever they tell me. It's like not a big deal. It's a, it's a flipping mask over my mouth. Some people have medical conditions where they can't, uh, and uh, so they. So uh, there has to be accommodations, um, which is kind of hard sometimes. But what happens is people lie because <laughs> yeah. you, you, you cannot ask them. Like, they don't have to prove it. They can just lie and then go in. And then, I mean, for the people that actually believe this is risking other people's health, people lying can just walk in and risk everybody's health. Yeah, it's just like with the, it's just like with the, the dogs. When they exactly bring in, like the dog, yeah, the 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 dogs yeah. that what people need. To, what needs to happen is the ADA needs to update to where the person that actually has issues has to go through a certain process to where they get a certain certification and, and can show it. They don't have to tell what their medical condition is or whatever. They yeah. just have to say, "Hey, here's here's the card from the ADA saying that I have this." Um, I mean, it's just just so it protects them as a person who has uh, medical disabilities, and then and, and it stops people from abusing it. The people that don't really need it that just want to say like, "Oh, I don't want to wear a mask," so I want to say I have a medical issue. For sure. Um, which all that mask talk is actually a great segue to my next uh, story here, Ryan, because it's still <laughs> COVID related. <laughs> there was a Michigan jewelry store. And it had to, it, it was forced to shutter its business during the shelter in place. So they were having a really hard time and it, it eventually ended up closing them. It was oh. J&M Jewelers in Michigan. So they had to shut down their business. But they have an idea. They have $1.2 million worth of gold, silver, jewelry, and just products still left on the business, you know, that they have in goods and stuff. They're going to have a statewide scavenger hunt. They're burying treasure all over the state of Michigan. And if you want to be involved in, uh, in the scavenger hunt, you have to pay J&M Jewelers $49. So to participate, um, you get clues that will lead you to spots where treasure is hidden. And if you find the treasure, you can keep it or you can uh, exchange it for the cash value. Would you do that treasure hunt, Ryan? I, I I don't know if if I if I didn't work <laughs> if yeah, I wasn't what, working, it, what 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 it just take some sick time off and just go on a treasure hunt with me, buddy? Come on! 
Let's go. Let's have a good time. Come on. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> right. Come on. Don't you want to have a good time? Let's go get some treasure. Come on. Wow, Alex, uh, you, you were uh, probably back in school. You were the one with the peer pressure, huh? <laughs> Don't you want to have a good time, huh? Yeah. huh? Don't you want to have a good time? Huh? Don't, Don't you want to drink these 18 milk cartons? Miss Bushier's not going to say anything, huh? <laughs> that was a little callback to the elementary school episode for all you good times. Gang members, you remember that episode, huh? Yeah. The if ones you haven't know. seen it, Ryan, where can they find the older episodes of Good Times with Alex and Ryan? Any podcast network like Apple or Spotify or uh, other ones like Overcast. YouTube, YouTube Overcast. YouTube, yes. Hey, Do Ryan, it. if they wanted to look good and support the show <laughs> in some Good Times swag while they're watching older episodes, which are available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, all those good, fine podcast uh, locations. Where would they find some Good Times gear? I, I don't know. I, I um, Let me think. Teespring.com. <laughs> and if uh, we wanted... Ryan. Ryan, if we wanted to have something to drink to quench our thirst while we're wearing our Good Times <laughs> swag and looking for treasure in uh, the great state of Michigan, what, what lemonade would we drink? <laughs> Country Time Lemonade. <laughs> Country Time Lemonade, baby. The unofficial sponsor of your Good Times <laughs> Gang member. Unofficial uh, or actually not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> We've just... We've decided we want to support Country Time Lemonade tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's a Country Time Lemonade uh, exec out there who wants a little piece of the Good Times Playhouse, come to me and Ryan. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll definitely work out some sort of business arrangement. We'll even take hey Ryan. We'll even take them buying our uh, our fee into the big treasure hunt. So we'll take nine bucks each, and we'll we'll head to Michigan. So country time. You don't even have to give us the whole hundred bucks for the bailout, dude. Just give us forty nine dollars each. You'll save two bucks, and you'll be supporting a good time. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Good times. That's right, man. That's right. Let me see what else I got, Ryan. I might have. Oh, we're going to Hollywood. Let's go to Hollywood, Ryan. Oh, boy. We got like three places we go, Alex. Hollywood, Florida, <laughs> and Utah. Sometimes we go to South Carolina or Canada, too. <laughs> yeah, mainly those three places. And we'll venture out every once in a while. But, you know, our home, especially Florida, sometimes, you know, Especially Florida, but you know Hollywood and uh, Utah are, are our faves. Our vacation houses would be in Florida, L.A., and pr I mean I would say Ireland, but probably not really anymore because the numbers have been dropping. Ireland knows how to have a good time, though. They do. They do. They went from three percent to two percent, though, Ryan. Uh, you know that's thirty-three percent of our Ireland audience <laughs> has decided to not have a good time. So we got to figure that out. I still, I still hold to my promise on our world tour. First stop, Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Not our hometown, which no, 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 no. Has... World, world tour. Oh, okay, world tour. I was gonna say, Ryan, our our most popular episode we've ever done is our hometown episode. <laughs> <laughs> it has the most downloads and plays and clicks. Wow. Uh, so, but you're like, nah. You're like, no, screw that little coastal town. We're going to, we're going to Ireland, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, we're going to Hollywood. Buckle up. Buckle up. 
All right. So are you familiar with the, the Johnny Depp situation? How he's uh, he's not in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie? No, I'm not. What is it? Cancel culture again? Uh, they are, yeah, it is actually because his ex-wife, uh, Amber Heard, uh, she was in the Aquaman movie. She played the character. Let me see here. She played Nira in Aquaman. And Aquaman was a big hit for DC films, you know? Like, they have Wonder Woman and all that other stuff, Batman. And, yeah. Uh, apparently, Amber Heard wanted a divorce from Johnny Depp, so she falsified uh, information to the police. Uh, oh, she, she faked injuries to get a restraining order against Johnny Depp, which actually, actually led to him receiving less movie roles, not getting the role in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So she had this elaborate plan that she was like going to take Johnny Depp down. Well, actually it completely backfired because she's facing three years in jail for falsifying injury information to the police. How, how would you even prove that? (laughs) Uh, Well, I think there's actually audio tape of Johnny Depp and her where she's basically like the jig is up for her. Uh, she's basically admitting things on the tape. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's all, it's, it would be bad times with Johnny well, I mean, and Amber. Cause, cause she, sh- it'd be hard not to get away with that. Yeah, no, you, but you know, those guys in Hollywood, they love the attention and sometimes they love the attention so much it backfires and then they end up in the who's cow. <laughs> So she's going from the, she's going from the lap of luxury. She might be going to jail, Ryan, and they don't, they don't keep six feet away at all times. Huh? Social distancing might be a problem for old Amber. From Aquaman to the Hooskow. Did you just see don't Aquaman? lie. I never, I never saw that movie. No, I didn't either. I every time I see it, I'm like, I don't know. It just, it looks like a broke down Thor. <laughs> It looks like the generic dollar store version. That's <laughs> like all DC movies. <laughs> no. Yeah. Marcus says uh, Amber Heard was always the best thing, or excuse me, always beat the living, you know, bleep out of him, allegedly. So Amber Heard was actually the one who actually beat Johnny Depp, according to Marcus. Oh, huh. Good Mar- times, good times gang member. Marcus Miller has joined the chat, everybody. Marcus is actually going to suit up. He's going to go to teespring.com, get some good times merch, <laughs> grab a country time lemonade, and head to Michigan for the treasure hunt. Woo! Woo! <laughs> hey, hey, Jinx, you owe me a country time lemonade, Ryan. Oh. Hey, Ryan, one more Hollywood story. You ready, pal? Yeah, I love Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love it. Just a lot of high-quality people down there. They're great. <laughs> High moral fiber. Nothing Real weird bad. goes on in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> right? Totally normal. I like I like Chris Pratt. I think he's... Oh, Chris Pratt's the man. Uh, Parks and Rec, where he puts his whole mouth over the water fountain. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> oh, I just think he's funny and... Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, admire, I admire him. He got a new, I haven't really heard good bad. Story. I haven't heard any uh, bad stories about him. The only thing I heard about Chris Pratt was his divorce from uh, his first wife. Oh. Uh, the the girl from uh, Scary Movie, uh, in the House Bunny, she's oh, really okay. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? He's married to yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, right? Huh? Chris is Pratt he... is married to Arnold's daughter. Is he? Oh, okay. 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on from Chris Pratt's love life. <laughs> we're going, we're going to the very stable Kanye West. Oh boy. Alex, you really want to drag this another hour? <laughs> no, this is, well, we, the good times podcast originally was going to do a whole episode on Kanye, but He's been so all over the place. He's been downgraded to the last story of the news episode. <laughs> he, um, Kanye declared himself you know, running for president about a week ago, uh, actually filed the paperwork and stuff. Then he said he wasn't going to run for president. Then it came out that the paperwork actually officially, officially was filed, right? Well, since those two stories broke, Kanye West went to uh, he went to Wyoming, and where he was tweeting about how he wanted to divorce uh, Kim Kardashian. He's been trying to divorce her for like the last year, talking uh, smack about Kim's mother. Huh. Um, then he deleted all those tweets, right? So he's running for president. And he's saying he wants to divorce. Um, he's posting weird photos. He's doing weird things. He went to a Walmart in Wyoming. Uh, just strolling around the wa- the Walmart, basically like Michael Jackson trying to go to Walmart. Uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle, who's really close to Kanye West, flew out to Wyoming to like be with Kanye because he could tell that he was having an episode. Well, now Kim Kardashian is saying that Kanye is having a serious bipolar episode and he's a genius, but he's troubled. Uh, Kanye is having the worst week ever. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think about what's going on with Kanye? Oh, I get. Let me talk a little bit about Kanye West. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> so when he first came on the scene, I grossly disliked him. Loudmouth, annoying, I uh, nonsensical. I just I didn't like him at all. Um, then, uh, you know, I I saw him. Uh, I actually saw him in concert. Uh, you went from that opinion to going to a concert of No, but okay, so I went to see a U2 concert and he was the opener. Okay. Yeah, That's, so, that is crazy that he opened for U2. Yeah, yeah it was wow. So I remember a comment like, well, this is kind of odd for U2, but okay. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he opened for U2. Um, so I did see him in concert. Uh, I. Uh, I actually, uh, some of the stuff he says that really ticks people off, but right now, like what he's saying now, I really uh, agree with and admire because he's taking, he's taking a uh, non-victim approach to, uh, to getting um, better, to bettering society. So, um, the way he's doing it is saying like, Hey, we're not going to look at like we're being victimized. Like that doesn't help. That kind of puts, you know, a, a ceiling on us and it, it, it's not good to think that way. So, and I, I totally agree with that. I, um, I'm thinking of people like uh, Barack Obama who um, what he did is he didn't say I'm a victim. I can't do it because everybody's holding me down. He said, Stuff happens because I'm a certain color, um, such as, you know, I'll go, I'll go walk by cars and stuff and they'll lock their doors. He, he mentioned that. But he never uh, said that he couldn't do something because he's a victim. 
he always um, spoke out and he, he always was encouraging and he has to, gave people hope that like, Hey, this is going to get better. Um, and another person that kind of originated what this was uh, a slave. He, he was a slave when he was born is Brooker T Washington. And he actually went as far and this guy. So he came, came from slavery and then he worked at uh, a mine, got some money. He was going to go uh, to the coast and they wouldn't let him in the hotel, even though he had all the money. He, so he, he what a great hung, business model. <laughs> well, <laughs> what a great business plan. It's, it's stupid. Uh, it, it was ridiculous. So, it, and nuts. So he had it really, he, I mean, he had every reason to just say, like, the world hates me. I'm a victim. You know, they, they, they're never going to treat me fair. Right? Booker yeah. T. Washington. He, go, he gets to the docks um, where he just passes out. And some people hire him for some work. But he becomes one of the great um, educational um, in, guys in the U.S. And then he had everything against him. But he said being a victim like keeps you underneath a certain uh level underneath a uh like you're not going to raise above that level if you think everybody's against you and um, yeah if you if you yeah. if you keep yourself there mentally you'll never rise up to another level yeah yeah and that's his yeah. that's the thing that was the way obama <clears throat> saw stuff and that's the way that uh kanye is trying to preach right now it's taken a lot of people off but i i think the message he's given out is really important so in that respect uh i admire him for it um and he's able to speak stuff that is going to tick a lot of people off even though it ticks a lot of people off he still says it um but I, I still think he's nonsensical in a lot of ways. Yeah, he's he's kind of all over the place right now. He definitely, um, I would consider him a genius in certain certain areas, though. Some of his music is groundbreaking. His hip hop and stuff, uh, really good lyrically, really good musically. He's a fashion designer too. I'm not really a big fan of what he does, but he's very successful at it. So I, I have to have some respect for it for sure. I hope he gets better. It's sad. It's sad to see people struggle especially so uh publicly and out in front of everybody because if that was a nor if that was anybody else um they'd be like we need to get this guy some help they wouldn't be trying to make fun of him or bring him down you know because he because oh it's kanye west you know he's crazy but it's like no he needs help he's having he's having a breakdown right now yeah well and, and the other thing is we don't know hardly anything all we know is what he's posted exactly we don't know what's going on with his wife uh -uh. yeah we don't know what's going on with his wife or his family we don't know anything uh -uh. we don't know what's really going on no and you know what that's a that's a good point too because you should never judge people because you you have no idea where they've been what they've been through and uh no that's a great great point ryan absolutely yeah um did you have anything else ryan uh kanye for president yeah, I'll vote for him. You know what? Hey, I would, I would rather have Kanye in the office than the person who's in the office right now. I mean, I would just, I'm, I'm down for that. I mean, stuff's already crazy. Let's, let's do it, man. Let's, let's take some it the next in the White House. Level, okay. Yeah, we'd have some jams in the White House, man. Can you imagine? Da 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 da.
like a White House remix. Let's do it. Jesus walks all the way into the White House. I'm down for it. <laughs> Ryan, end the show, buddy. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for taking the ride with us today. I know we had some good times. We had some serious times and some fun times. And you hung around us through all the time. So. <laughs> and we're the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> so why don't you hit that subscribe, like, follow, comment, whatever it is. We appreciate your interaction and appreciate you. So thank you. Hey, and if you need Ryan or I for the next week, we're going to be busy. We're going to be on a treasure hunt. So <laughs> leave a message. Leave a message. Send it, send it in the DMs. Yeah, slip into our DMs. We're going to be drinking Country Time Lemonade on a treasure hunt. We're going to be Audi 5000. <laughs> All right. Later, everybody. See you later, guys. Mahalo. New episodes of Good Times with Alex and Ryan are released every Wednesday morning. You can follow the show on Twitter at good underscore times underscore pod. You can keep up with the boys and the show on Instagram at Good Times with Alex and Ryan. You've just listened to a Good Times production. (laughs) 